Listener Production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One. Salve, salve, salve to you guys, as the Bhagwan says <laughs> in Wild Wild Country. <laughs> Side note, Andy is interested in becoming a Bhagwan <laughs> yeah. and has been giving me and Jack flyers about some land he's purchased just north of Cooper Peak, True. and my, where he wants to set up a compound. And to entice people in, I'm going to say you can get more than your Bhagwan for. <laughs> <laughs> if you can. Why be a Bhag too? When you can join me in a Bhagwan. Uh, no, Latin. That was him. Uh-huh. Perhaps Brutus said it to Julius Caesar uh-huh. as he snuck up. It was Brutus, was it? Yes. Uh, he snuck up behind him with a knife <laughs> and stabbed him in the back. Perhaps. During the Ides of March. Perhaps, perhaps. Yeah. Another famous <laughs> Caesar <laughs> also said it to someone else. Yeah. In his when he was greeting him. Yeah. <laughs> when he was um, saying hello. Perhaps Marcus Aurelius yeah. also said it. <laughs> To Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. No, Ru- <laughs> Russell Crowe was Marcus really. Was he really? Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Who was uh, Joaquin? He probably said it to himself in the mirror. He probably did, didn't he? Salve. Salve. <laughs> Have a good one out there. Remember, keep your shield up. Uh, watch out for the lions. <laughs> you got this. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, sure, mir- I'm sure mirrors Deleted were invented scenes. like thousands of years later. And even if they had them, I don't know if they were giving the slaves uh, the gladiators mirrors. In the reflection of the lake or the creek? Uh, probably in the creek. Or his water bucket. Yep. Uh, where or he his was. piss bucket. <laughs> <laughs> if they gave, again, they wouldn't have given him no, piss buckets. Nah, piss would. on the ground, yep. you assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Too Why? Rough. Why? Why? <laughs> I was trying to get into character being a Roman guard. They were notoriously unfriendly. <laughs> and very filthy mouths. Uh, filthy mouths. Um, and they were adamant about where they wanted you to do a wee. Haim, got a bit of a predicament. Well, just something I need clarification on. I went out to dinner with Beck, my girlfriend, on Friday night. Mm-hmm. We wanted some pasta. We went to an Italian restaurant. So far, you've done all the right things mm. to solve the pasta problem. <laughs> yeah. Upon arriving and getting out of the cab at the restaurant, yep. it was about a 40-metre walk to the restaurant. I can picture it. And that's when I bumped into ex-UK uh, rugby player Chris Smith, oh, better known the as gorgeous, the Papa Daddy. The gorgeous Chris Smith. Uh, to Danny Minogue, yep. Chris Smith, with his new girlfriend, Sarah. Lovely. Right? He was like, how are you going? Sarah's like, how are you going? Beck and Sarah know each other. We're all having a good chat. And on right. the walk, we realised we're going to the same restaurant. Oh. And at this point in time, there's going to be a situation where there's a decision whether to, stay, to eat as a four. Due or quattro. Or eat as a two. Or as four ones. <laughs> <laughs> or as a three and a one. <laughs> three and a one. Three and a one would have been huge. <laughs> <laughs> and the highest of highs or the lowest of lows, depending on where you land in the split. <laughs> um, so we go inside and I think Chris and I both knew that this was going to be asked of us. Yeah. And the guy at the front desk says... Um, oh, yeah, what, a, what goes, an awkward situation. He goes, table four, is it? And with, you know, looking at us both. And I looked at Chris and Chris is looking at me and then he just disappears like not, well, not was, physically. Well, that was amazing. Not <laughs> physically, but just was uh, like a sheet. No more than a second was brought up in front of him. Dropped. He's gone. <laughs> he just absolutely started gazing Went to water. off to nowhere, pretending he didn't yeah. speak English. Exactly. Despite we know he comes from a country that invented it. Yeah. 
So I say, oh, it's just the two. We're just yeah. going to in twos. Two we're by just, two. We're just men on the way here. Yeah. Noah's Ark style. The guy then goes, are you sure? And oh, looks nice. across at Chris. Like, he gets an appeal. Like, we've heard the prosecution and what they'd like to put forth. Does Chris want to defend this? He's doing the right thing. Or he's actually doing what animals do in um, pack situations all the time yeah. from a primal perspective he's deferring to the most handsome man in the group <laughs> because he's well Chris well it is true I mean how hot was the waiter oh, I, thought you, were, I thought you were saying that Chris was deferring to me no no he's deferring to Chris, deferring wa- to Chris. <laughs> I thought you were arguing <laughs> not true no 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 I'm, I'm better than Chris now. No. so the waiter's gone Okay, well, this underling has made a decision, but what does the chief think? <laughs> I, and that's fair, yeah, because he's double the si- height yeah. of each size. He's still man. keeping. He's very fit. Ripped. Yep. He had, he had anyway, a mini blowout for a while. The, the <laughs> he knows it. So then, tiny mini one. The maitre d goes, "Hey, um, is, is this is this kind of true? Is, are you sure?" And looks at Chris, and Chris doesn't reply again, and looks across at me. Wake up, Smith. So I said, "I know it's just we're just going to be eating in twos. We just met. Just said the same thing." And the guy said, last call. Like it was oh, a bad. <laughs> I was like, what? I guess they wanted to have a table of four that they needed more to. Convenient. More convenient. Can be the only That's reason. the only reason you'd be doing it. Anyway, so we left. He just enjoys making people's nights awkward. We got seated first, sat at a table of two. They got seated well across the other side oh, of the restaurant. Well, you would have been thinking, if I know Andy and I think I do, as you were going to the table, you'd have been going, right, where's their table? Exactly. How can I position myself so I have the least amount of peripheral eye contact with you're their Spot table? on. Yep. Because you're a good player. You're a good player. I, I sat and down. Beck. There was a table for two next to us. Mm. And I said to Beck immediately, I said, if they put them here, they've missed all the cues. Right. What I want to do today, Ham, is I want to get out of Chris Smith's mouth, whether he wanted a two or a four. Because I reckon he wanted a two just as much as I wanted a two, but he didn't have the guts to do it. I believe you. So I've given And I reckon that waiter made absolutely the wrong call on who was chief. He's going, he's the classic, silly. He's going for looks, style so, over substance. <laughs> so let's give him a buzz. Yep. Um, not sure if he'll pick up the private number. Do you want to be the motor D asking why you didn't want to see this? Hello. Uh, hello, is that Chris Smith? Uh, Cameron. Chris? Who's this? My name is Giuseppe. Um, the Medici at Rosetta Restaurant. Yes. You uh, come to the restaurant the other night. Uh, I tried to seat you. You with uh, your girlfriend and then uh, two other people there. I said, do you want a four? Do you want a two? You say nothing. Why? Um, sorry, refresh my memory again. What restaurant was I at? At Rosetta. So you come... Ah, yes. Did you want a table for two or a table for four? Um, four, please. <laughs> but you said a two <laughs> on the night. You didn't say anything. You went to what a scaredy man. Arrivederci. So, Hamish... <laughs> yeah, it is. Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? My name's Cameron. Hey, Cameron. How are you? Yeah, good. good. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? I mean, we're trying to get Chris Smith. Um, we didn't know. We do we know you, Cam? <laughs> uh, no. 
Yeah, right. We've actually called it wrong. No, we're trying to get Chris Smith, the rugby player. I was trying to be a maid of D, and I was sort of half French or sometimes French, sometimes Italian. <laughs> I was trying to zero in on the accent. Um, yeah. Just trying to um, prosecute Chris Smith for a crime he committed the other night. Um, we've never met you? Uh, no, but I do listen to the podcast. Well, no, well this could be on the podcast. <laughs> this is huge. Beautiful. Oh, what well, a legend. Uh, you don't get a coin. I'm going to give you a token no, of no well. value. Um, <laughs> we're going to get our producers to call you back because we've got your number saved now because it was a misdial. Okay. Beautiful. Leave it there, camera on there. And I call your mother. She miss you. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Thanks, Cam. I've got two other numbers found in Siri for him. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Should we try one of the others found in Siri? Hello. Smith Dog. <laughs> Hamish and Andy here. How are you, pal? The Blake yeah, Rat and the Legal. <laughs> the Legal. The Legal. The Lee Eagle. <laughs> Soaring high like a legal and uh, running low like a rat. And between us, we have the whole planet covered from sky to sky to nook and cranny. <laughs> anyway, that's the new slogan of the show. <laughs> you, you're on the show right now, legally. <laughs> yeah, the legal's going to read you your rights. <laughs> legally, we must say that from the legal. Chris. But the rat would never say that. I just explained something to Hamish that happened on Friday night. Um, uh-huh. Now, obviously, you would be aware that you bumped into Andy on Friday night. Mm. I will try and be very impartial here, but as I understand it, uh, Chris, yourself and your partner and Andy and his partner went to the same Italian restaurant. You both had a hankering um, ahead of the weekend to carve up and <laughs> hit a pasta. Or maybe I'm making assumptions here. Maybe you went to fish or a veal schnitzel. Mm. Um, you... Both arrived at the restaurant, though. You realised you were going to the same place, yet you both had tables for two books at the same time. Mm. What do you remember happening <laughs> next, Chris? Ah, oh, no, you see, the difference was, like, none of us had a, t- none of us had a booking. No booking. So, oh, no booking. I, I, and, no booking. Andy, wa- Andy walked in and he said his face was his booking, so I just kind of <laughs> followed suit and thought, I'd, I'd see if I could follow suit. And, um, Aha, uh-huh. that's not true. So there was no booking. So the waiter no was booking. saying to you guys, do you want a four? Yeah. Do you want, or, and you and Andy feels like he said, no, we originally came as twos, play it as it lies. <laughs> if you came as a two, eat as a two. Yes. And and what, do, you, do you remember having any impact on that conversation, Chris? Oh, I, I recall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the waiter said, would you like a table for four? And Andy very quickly went, no, no, we're good. No, um, that's not true, Chris. Here's what, here's what I want to ask you. Did you want to eat as a four or a two, honestly? It would have been fine. I think it would have been fine, but did you want a four or a two? Because I think you, were, you wanted a two. I saw in your eyes you wanted a two, but you were too cowardly to call out a two in front of Beckett. Andy felt like he had to step ah, up and take the lead. Ah. Oh, this is the masculine side of Andy, which we don't see when Becky's around. I, I get it. I see what you're doing here. We did see what it was around. We so saw me step a, up and say, we'll just go with two. And a, then the guy said, last Smith call. Dog. Hey, Smith's dog. Is, uh, this is a terrible attempt at projection. I'm, this is bad. Hey, Chris, Chris, all I want to ask you is honestly, yeah. did you want to eat in a four or a two? Four. I was more than happy. I haven't seen you in so long. It was lovely bumping. Were you offended? Cold shouldered him. Were you offended? Cold shouldered him because you said yourself, you jumped straight in and said two, 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 please. No, I didn't. Were you offended then that I said two? 
No, no, I just thought you was out on date night, and I thought, oh, that's nice. Yep, and, and he's either, good. he's got a, something big planned, or he's got some bridges to repair with Beck. <laughs> <laughs> he needs an hour and a tiramisu to do it. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Chris. Would you guys have liked to eat in a 3-1 combo and, absorb, and absorbed Beck and left Andy to eat by himself since he was so eager to have no company? <laughs> Silence is a yes. I would have have been happy with that. (laughs) We oft wondered 3 1. Could have happened. I can can ask Nate now, sir. Sarah, when we bumped into Andy and Beck, we was keen to eat with them guys, wasn't we? We was very flexible. We didn't care is the answer from the boss. Now that's a fun loving couple. This is a fun loving couple. uh, This hasn't panned out like I'd hoped. Chris didn't didn't have any bridges to mend. He didn't need an entree and a tiramisu to do all his work. (laughs) He would have quite happily turned it into a social affair. Chris, thank you for taking the call, mate. Great to talk to you, Smith (laughs) Dog. Love to Sarah. Speak soon. Thank you, gentlemen. Bye-bye. Flying high. Scrambling low. This is legal and the Blake crap. Aim for the first time in the podcast this year. It's time for this. Ni hao. Hello. Ni hao. How are you? We have no more. That's why we need to fill out Hamish and Andy's International Phrase Book. What's done is done edition. Yes, it is the what's done is done edition, Ando. Quite a famous, I mean, a, a global concept. Yes. Uh, everyone's got a concept for going, essentially it means... You can't have a time machine. Yep. Um, can't go back. I, I would also say no use crying over spilt milk would be another thing we say in that, Australia. That's one we've got. But the concept of being, of, of what's done is done, is yep. something that every culture has. Yes. Uh, basically, it's what's driven mankind forward yeah. and helped us develop civilizations. Just move forward, guys. Like, no, like we got no, we can't go back and change it. We've yep. just got to move forward is the vibe. Yes. But it comes out in a lot of different ways across cultures and uh, it's quite a famous one. Um, I had a small boy growing up in my Italian village um, when I was... Well, this is what sparked the reason to do this. You well, I found, said, I you, found you this and I just went, this is just an amazing saying yep. um, in Italian. In Italy, we often say, uh, and I'll try and give you the English afterwards, but Italian's more my native tongue. There's no real translation, but I'll see if I can do it. Uh, we often say... Um, Se vende io solo figli per il formaggio non puoi rivelare dopo aver mangiato la pizza. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which is funny. Hmm. And what does that mean? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, um, it means, this is this is amazing. It means if you sell your children for cheese, you can't get them back after you've eaten the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That is fantastic. Love is a saying. It's like, hey, you picked pizza. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, and you've enjoyed the pizza. And we all know that the day after, there's no pizza left. Yes. And you can be sad. I know that more than anyone. <laughs> and a bit but of pizza and quiet. But you, you ate, your but you ate your pizza. And I, I love it as the same because, like, it feels like to Italians that's a very rational thing to have done. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have no cheese. We yeah. have children. <laughs> I do. I know a guy that will do <laughs> buffalo mozzarella for children. But I warn you, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a no-refund deal. The only way you can get your children back is if you give him back the fresh mozzarella he gives you. If yes. you cook it, he won't accept a refund. <laughs> I'll take the deal. Um, that's why we Now head- I miss my children. <laughs> <laughs> now we head around the world. Uh, people have written in, Ham, uh, answering the very question, um, do you have an equivalent for, you know, don't cry over spilt milk? Yeah. Uh, Sahar, ahoy. 
Ahoy, boys. Happy birthday, Andy. I just had to say this. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta. It's, his, it's Andy's birthday year. Every day is a party. <laughs> so. and, and we share the same birthday month. Oh, uh, mine is 17th May. Oh, there you go. What are the chances? <laughs> One in 12. Uh, Sahar, could you, uh, what, what's, um, what, uh, what language is your saying that has an equivalent for a what's done is done type saying? The language is uh, Urdu, and I just want to add that my husband actually posted this, and but he sacrificed his airtime uh, for me because he knew that I am the biggest fan of yours. <laughs> <laughs> he's giving you the draft pick. He's, he's handed it over. So, what was the language, sir? Urdu. And where are we speaking that? In Pakistan. Pakistan, Pakistan. parts of Afghanistan, yep. Um, Sahar, uh, take it away. So, in Urdu, we say, Ab kya jab Mm-hmm. Meaning, uh, what's the point of lamenting now when the birds have already eaten your harvest? Oh, oh the birds have eaten yeah. your harvest. Again, a similar. <laughs> yeah. People like to focus on food being yeah. spoiled. Spilt milk, yes. eaten pizza, birds have snacked on your harvest. <laughs> Basically yeah, just saying you can't r- get food back fresh. Don't don't cry yeah. over a hungry bird. Yeah, don't cry over a bird with a belly full of harvest. <laughs> yeah. What would a common harvest of birds? I mean, we're talking fruit, pit, pitted fruits, citrus. Wheat. Wheat. Would a bird eat wheat? I think a bird would maybe we're talking more stone fruits. Rice. The birds also eat rice. Do they really? <laughs> they like a seed, mate. Yeah, in, in our homeland they do. Such a hard harvest to protect because yep. you can't net a rice paddy. <laughs> no, no, no. Exactly. Maybe you can, I don't know. Uh, Sahar, thank you so much. Great, we, Sahar. We go lovely, from, to, lovely to have you on. Yes, we go from Sahar to Anne. Anne, ahoy. Ahoy. How are you guys? We're yeah, great, great, Anne. And um, what's the good? country? Um, Vietnam. Oh right, Great. in Vietnamese. Um, yep. Say it to us in that in the native tongue there. Sure, gạo thổi thành cơm. What's a quickie? What's a quickie? Um, what's, <laughs> yeah. the, what's the literal meaning? It is. Um, so the literal meaning is the rice grains have been blown into becoming cooked rice. I so, can't uncook rice. Oh, you can't. Yeah, because you can't uncook rice. And the thing is, it's the word blown into is because back in the old days in Vietnam they used to cook rice over like a fireplace in a little stone pot. This is before, you know, gas stoves and all that were invented. And rice is really precious. So once you cook the amount that you cooked and the water's in and you're like, and the fire's started, you've got to blow into the fire to kind of stoke the fire every now and then, like either with a straw or like rolled up leaves or something (laughs) into the fireplace to get it cooking. And once that's done, you can't reverse it. It's like, that's it. It's done. My my wife told me the other day, because I was trying to eat some second-day Thai food, you're not meant to eat rice, second-day rice. Did you know that? You're not meant to re-microwave rice. I think it's because of the water and the bacteria, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's right, because of carb content or something like that. Yeah, there you go. But then with beers, we eat... Get it on the second day because it's the best of fried rice. <laughs> yes, fried rice. Well, well, that's the thing. I was just like, I've been doing this for 30 years. <laughs> I mean, I it's my least favourite takeaway food to do second day because mm. you have to like, because yeah. st- it goes all yeah. hard yes. and you got to stab yeah. it and you got to sprinkle some water on the microwave. But <laughs> yeah, it happens. I mean, it, it happens. It happens. It but I mean, what the, what the Vietnamese are saying is you can't uncook it. You can't uncook you it. You cannot... Yes. Get the cooking, can't get the cookedness out of it. Again, another food being used to show us the passage of time is sometimes irreversible. Thank you, Anne. Karina, wrap this up for us. The international phrase book saying, what country are we going to, Karina? Germany. 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 Ah. Karina, we are ready when you are. Take us. Take it away in the Deutsch. Okay, so it's Affe zu Klappetot, and it means Lidschart monkey dead. What? What? Hang on. <laughs> what? What, what, what does it mean? Lid shut, monkey dead. Oh, lid, lid shut, shut monkey, monkey dead. 
Don't, yeah, don't yeah. shut the lid on your monkey <laughs> No, but I, I, because all punched some air holes in it. I think what it's saying is uh, obviously back in the day the type of monkey trap they were using was once that lid shut, that monkey's dead. Um, Karina, do you? Would I, do, <laughs> rather than us guessing, uh, mine was storage of monkeys. Aim was trapping monkeys. Uh, I mean, if you're putting a monkey in someone that's got a lid, yeah, it's, it sounds like the lid's killing it instantly. <laughs> okay. no, no, it's not. It's not like that. Yeah. Um, it used to be. Well, apparently, um, when the show was in town, the main act was a monkey who did little tricks. Yes. And um, they put that little monkey in in a box, in a wooden box, to show it off. Yep. But um, if the lid was shut, the the monkey was dead and there was no show. <laughs> oh, so it was a sad day in town when the lid was shut. It was more like, it's more like a closed sign on a shop. Like if yeah, it was a... Yeah, if, yeah. If they roll into town and the kids ran out, their faces would fall and go, oh, they've got a, the box has got a lid on it. The last town, yeah. the last town must have done something to the monkey. <laughs> it's like that. You, you really just say it if you want to um, end a conversation. You know, yeah. like I got that a lot when I was a kid. My mum always said, "Club two after tort," and that that was it. That was it. Yeah. No, that's the final decision. Well, the is done. The lid, lid shut. shut. The monkey's, monkey's dead, dead, guys. I don't. You can open the lid up, but a live monkey's not going to jump out and do the show. Okay. So, now how many times I'm going to tell you this? There is a dead monkey. In that box. However, we still have other parts of our show which are enjoyable. Could we offer you a discount ticket? <laughs> Karina, thank you. Hey, Ando, at the footy the other week, um, went along with our mate Aaron. Yes. And, Your um, mate, my acquaintance. Yeah, you guys have had a, a hot and cold. You're fairly hot and cold on each other. Yes. He sees it very much as a battle of the alpha males, yes. just two male... Bucks mm. that n- neither of them can fit in the reindeer pack. Yeah. Uh, if one's there, the other one can't be there yep. most of the time. Yep. Um, Jack, no worries there. Jack has small antlers. <laughs> <laughs> so Jack could be there. I, I'm more like Rudolph. I don't need my antlers <laughs> to get attention. I've yep. got other features I focus on. Yep. Hilly's at the footy and the conversation turned to multiple choice. Yes. In fact, side story, he challenged an Englishman at the table to a multiple choice English history quiz, which he lost, but he argued that in any multiple choice situation, they're all beatable. Mm. Uh, he said there's, there's two joke answers. There are two that are the same. It's always a 50-50 between the two that are the same. The day after the footy, he then texts Jack and me an article explaining this going, here's how you beat any multiple choice situation. So he thinks he can beat multiple Essentially, choice. Essentially, he thinks he can beat multiple choice. He joins us on the phone now. Um, good afternoon, Aaron. <laughs> Yeah, you're going, Andy, I was not saying anything about being the alpha male at all. It was suggested that I would be the alpha male compared to you know, me and you. And it's not hot and cold. Let me tell you, it's lukewarm. <laughs> it's a mix. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's a mix. No, we're, flat, we're and then you think, shit, that was a bad idea. But, you know, <laughs> let's get on to the multiple choice here, guys. I mean, this is a serious thing here. It is. It is. Um, so, Hilia, uh, are we correct in saying that you rate yourself a very good chance for any multiple choice quiz, despite the results of the English history quiz? Probably not me. I'm sort of saying for a, a little bit higher IQ. I mean, I'm up there, but, you know, not, not as high as probably the two of you. 
So I'm you, saying that if you knew roughly what the sort of answers were, you know, like, he, he was just guessing on this play. He was guessing on it. It's not what I'm saying. What am I trying to say? You know Millionaire? Yep. So let's just say, where's Donald Bradman born? Was he born in <laughs> the Wit Sundays? Was he born in Fiji? Was he born in Cootamundra? Well, it's going to be Cootamundra. I mean, come on, guys. Isn't it Barrel? <laughs> oh, he's not born in Fiji. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't ask that. You made that I up. know, but these are the questions that he got, right? Oh, right. He's yeah. from England, yeah, he got and he's got them. You know, he knows roughly where it is. I mean, I don't know if Southampton's close to Buddy. Wherever it is, he knew. He goes, oh, yeah, it'd be but this I think that, that, <laughs> that was probably the point proves of the, the point quiz. of, of but, like... Uh, you know, of, of obviously knowledge. You that, can't claim someone's cheating in a quiz because they knew the answers yeah. when they were asked. So, however, however, yeah. it's funny you mentioned Millionaire. We wanted yep. to put to the test, mm. if you'd be up for it, we've gone back through some old episodes of Millionaire, got a few questions. Are you willing to put to the test your theory mm. on if it's something you know about uh, loosely, you get rid of a few of the outliers and you can, you can have a pretty good crack at the answer. Do you want to play Millionaire? We've got Eddie Maguire loaded up, ready to go. Do you reckon you could do it? Oh, well, I don't really have a choice, do I? So put me through it. Okay, great. Okay, so you, you remain here. <laughs> but we are going to start the through, contest. Oh, sorry, we're not putting you on TV. We're not putting you through to Eddie. Okay, we'll what, still be here's here. Here's what we'll do. We'll just do a best out of three. Yep. If you get two out of three, you've proved your point. Okay? Yep. Let's start at question well, what, two, what level, what level? At what level are we starting at, fellas? I mean, don't start me off at the 10,000 or whatever. No, I think, we, I, think, off, yeah. I think these are all between 500 and 10,000. All right, and are you both going to pay me if I get someone through? I might take the pass. What would you like? You're going to take a pass. You're not playing millionaire. You're not. You oh, can't. okay. I'm not actually playing. It's, it's not hot seat. It's not hot seat millionaire. You can't come back at the end. You're just playing the original format. We're not, of millionaire. We haven't called you on our podcast to give you three multiple choice questions with the option of a pass. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's okay. fine. Hammer. But if I get all yep. three right, you're giving me the ten thousand. Um. I'll tell you what, we will give you a Hamish and Andy coin, which is valued at one Bitcoin, which historically can get up as high as 25000 I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> good, good. Here we First go. Question. Here we go. Commonly known by his nickname, what was the full name of Banjo Patterson? A, Albert Burke. B, Andrew Barton. C, Adam Beaufort. D, Adrian Banks. Oh, I mean, this is just ridiculous. Let's go, B. He's got it. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you what, can't get any out on this. (laughs) Okay. What what was your thought process What was your thought process? How did you beat the system? I told you about the article I read. You just eliminate what it possibly could have been. Some of them are way out there, and I just thought that was... What was was so out there? Uh, you got Albert Burke, Andrew Barton, Adam Beaufort, and Adrian Banks. Who's way out there? Oh, I just had the goldfish moment. I only got to be. So, you know. Okay. Oh, so okay. It's autom- autom- the goldfish. Automatic 50-50. <laughs> okay. Good luck for the next one. Here we go. Here we go. Which of Hollywood's four Warner Brothers died on the eve of their landmark premiere of The Jazz Singer? A. Albert. B. Harry. C. Jack. D. Sam. Well, it has to be Jack. Oh no! It was Sam. It was Sam. It was Sam. It was Sam. 
See, I knew I sales. That was the fifty-fifty I'm talking about. There, I knew it was a CLD. Why? How come you didn't think Albert or Harry did it? No, I just knew that time it would have been definitely the COD. It just rung to me straight away. I knew about it. I've heard it. You know, that's how my mind works. Well, you're, we will believe you, Aaron, if you get this last one here right. Now, one all, all you have to do this is, is get a... one more right. You've got a 25% chance layup here. Yep. Right. Good luck. Good. You're good at mass. Right. <laughs> Which of these is a type of collectible porcelain? A, royal student. B, royal ducks. C. Royal Tutor. D. Royal Prefect. Now, we'll play original millionaire rules here. You can talk it through. No time limit. Royal Student, Royal Ducks, Royal Tutor, Royal Prefect. Type of collectible porcelain. Oh, I mean, Tutor would be too easy, wouldn't it, for that to be done? Oh. Talk us through it. Eliminate them. Well, what was that? what was what was A again? Royal student. Yep. B royal ducks. C. That was ducks fault. That was the ducks fault. D U X. Not D U C K S. Well, you never know. They do that sort of thing. To, they do. To knock them out. Yeah. Good. Yep. Next. C royal tutor. D royal prefect. Okay. This is where you, you either the phone a friend or you wipe out the fifty-fifty. I reckon it's definitely. B. He's got it. But I also, but I also think he might be Googling. How would I be doing that? I'm sitting in an office right now with no uh, internet on. <laughs> <laughs> what office has no internet? <laughs> I think we gave him just long enough. Hang on, hang on. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Let me just ask. Well, don't tell him that. You work with your brother. Can, <laughs> he say yes. <laughs> no, he didn't say yes. <laughs> can, can we call Kane? <laughs> can we call Kane? I've, I've written it down on my pad here. I'm telling you, I wouldn't cheat. Hey, not me. Aaron, That's I believe you on that. I, I, you are a man. You're a man of word. Uh, you've got it. We believe you. you How did you be... get royal ducks? Because the spelling I told you, I just knew about that sort of stuff. As soon as it wasn't a water bird. <laughs> uh, Royal Flamingo sounds not collectible, so I'll go Royal Ducks. Well done, eh? Uh, Haley, you've done it. You've proved us wrong. Yep. Uh, you can beat any multiple choice. And we're giving yourself, we've got to send him a coin. Hamish and Andy coin. Not even Jack's send him the got... Bitcoin, boys. Not even I'll Jack's... I'll leave the office, so send it to the new office. Thanks. Uh, okay. Thanks for your Can do, mate. Thanks, mate. Bye. <laughs> All right, boys. <laughs> And uh, it's the time of the show where we like to salute everyone that's gaining the upper hand in society and giving themselves a higher status and someone else a lower status yes. with power moves. It is our job to try and catalogue every power move in the world mm. so that one day we may, I might, may have another child or you may have a child and we raise that child only on power moves <laughs> to become it. a superhuman we inside our to, laboratory. Still planning to do a... Um, a coffee, coffee table, table book. Yep. That's that's what we'll be giving the yep. child to yes. read. That will, <laughs> no contact with the outside world. Can watch some films and just read the coffee table book. This one is from Stephen Harperham. I think it overseas, just judging by his phone number. He yeah. says uh, him and his friends invented it, um, uh, particularly when they had an Airbnb. They had to meet more people regularly. Oh yeah. So they started uh, an Airbnb. Yep. Uh, that's, a, that's cool, even just power-moving guests. Yes. He said, uh, it's a handshake power move. I thought we'd heard them all. So did I. He 
said you hold out your hand uncomfortably low or uncomfortably high, mm, knees or chest. <laughs> <laughs> the person coming. Yeah. I'm just practicing now. I got my hand up at chin height. The person will always meet you, he said, particularly if they need something off you, like the keys to a house. <laughs> really good. And a in-house power move. In-house? Yeah. Uh, Radio Mike, who puts together the podcast for us, yeah. he's been doing something. I don't know if he got this off someone else or if this is a Mike original. Yeah. But I've seen, been seeing this all over his social media. When he's getting a lift from someone, uh, he'll be in the back uh, or even the front, whatever seat position he's in, and they drop him at his house. He gets out of the car. He's not closing the door. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Really showing them who's boss. <laughs> really showing the world. Nice. This is, uh, yeah. I'm finished with your car. <laughs> I'm finished with it. If it's not in the condition you wish it to be in, yeah. you fix it up. <laughs> not my car. <laughs> Baden Sullivan, um, ahoy gents, he writes. He said he's got a powerful power move. He is the driver of a small bus that shuttles people <laughs> uh, to childcare. And he said, um, he said, there's one street I go down where there's an older gent that stands on one particular zebra crossing all day as if he's going to walk, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but then waves cars through. How he move. loves the power of knowing they have to stop because there's a pedestrian there, but then just going, and you may pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like a suburban Gandalf, <laughs> but a reverse Gandalf. <laughs> all shall pass. <laughs> And this comes in from James, James Wilkin. He's, 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 he's chucked a few in. He's chucked two in. I'm going to mention both. Okay. Um, he said, look, he, he's, a, he's a tapper. He's a hummer. He's a clicker. He's a foot tapper. Yep. He's, he's, his housemate used to do this all the time. When he wanted him to stop, he'd look over at him and say, hey, buddy, you don't have to do that. <laughs> okay. And so it sounded like, it made it seem like James was doing it to please his housemate <laughs> and the housemate had requested, uh, is it yeah. no pleasing necessary? Yeah. So you can stop. <laughs> you can stop with your this is This is a good one though. He goes, look, this is, um, this is one I used a lot. He's now overseas. He goes, when I used to hang out with mates back home in Australia, he's, note, it can lose some of its effect if you use it on the same person in the mm. same group of friends too much. Mm. And when you hear what it is, I would say that's very, very true. Okay. So, yeah, you don't want to try this a lot, but he says when somebody's telling you a story that they seem to be making themselves look great or funny or generally achieve a higher status, in the middle of the sentence, you point the, your finger at them and look the rest, look at the rest of the group and then shout, that's a lie. <laughs> Which is an asshole move. And I can also see why the fifth, sixth or seventh time it might begin to make it look like you've got a bit of an axe to grind and the person's not actually a liar. It's tough to come up after that one, hey, but I'll, I'll throw one more in the mix. Hey, James, you've called him a liar five times. Craig O'Neill, he says, it Come. only works, to power move, only works if someone's very smart but takes a long time to explain something. And you have those people. Professors. Some, yeah, professors. And they're... My brother. They're not great, <laughs> they're not great with being succinct, yep. but they are very intelligent. Unfortunately, sometimes those people who have got very used to being the smartest mm. and they don't realise there's generally a time limit on all conversation. Yes. And they just think that it's... It's in your, you know, take your time. So he said, for these people, wait while they're explaining something. Yeah. Simply wait, but take it all in. And in your head, 
work out how it could be more succinct. Then you strike, <laughs> and as soon as they're finished, go, what he means is, and do it <laughs> really more succinctly. <laughs> it sounded like you knew it the whole time. Yeah, it's really good. If you can convert someone's Facebook post into a tweet, yeah. you'll always be the winner. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And uh, the government comes a bit of flack oh, from time to time. You know, you yeah. oh, help these people. You're not helping these people out. Yes. Oh, help them more. Yep. Help them less. <laughs> Very hard to be the government. You're trying to just get the balance right all the time <laughs> of who to help of, and of, when and where. Yeah, on the helping scales. Um, and that's what government grants are all about. Yes. Uh, and a lot of people, you know, people complain. That's too much. That's too little. Yep. We came across one this week. We thought, actually, that is a wonderful government grant scheme. Yeah. And credit where credit's due. We thought we'd... Um, we're we're trying not to make the podcast political, yep. but we are going to run a little bit of a message from the government. Yeah. Um, for their new grant system. Hi. Here at the government, we understand times are tough. There are a lot of businesses and organisations out there that are trying to make a difference in the world and they need a hand. Well, we reckon that's exactly what Australia is all about and that's why we're proud to announce a new scheme where anyone who needs one can apply for a federal government grant. Denya. That must provide a wonderful service. Thanks to the scientists at CSIRO's Molecular Engineering Department, there are now 5,000 new government grant denyers available to a vast array of those who could most benefit from a government grant denyer. OK, talk me through it. Maybe you run a small business like a sandwich shop and a government grant denier could educate customers. Name something bite-sized. A sandwich could be bite-sized. Perhaps you work in the arts and can use a government grant denier to improve a cultural event. Welcome, Wayne and everybody. Lovely to meet you all. Or maybe you are a teacher named Lisa who needs a little something to spice up the classroom and win your students' respect. Well, you certainly could apply for a federal government grant denier. Even if you don't exactly know how to do it or can't quite remember, it's still better to try than do nothing at all. Absolutely. Isn't it? Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Well done, Lisa. You're an absolute champion. What a hero. Hurry and apply now for a government grant, Denya. He's made your life a little bit easier right now. Government grant, Denya, issued subject to basic living condition assessment for grant. Government grant, Denya, may be retracted at any time post-granting of the grant if government grant, Denya, clicks emergency beacon for three consecutive days. Government grant, Denya, may not be worked more than 50 hours a week and must not be made to reach things on high shelves purely for the amusement of onlookers. Although we acknowledge some reaching for things on high shelves may be necessary in day-to-day time and a giggle here or there isn't going to hurt anyone. Yeah, let's do it. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. Spoken by G. Denya. Nope. Sorry, not spoken by G. Denya. This will come as a surprise to him. Really? Yeah. Now, boys, 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 boys. Mm-hmm. That's not me trying to do an L O L O L O. That's just a one-off. So yeah. have you enjoyed it? <laughs> yeah. You guys like it? It, it was so many. I thought maybe it was one per person for a bit, and then you just kept going. Anyway, I know, I know exactly what it is. It feels like you've got not a lot to speak about here, and you're just trying false, to false, 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 false. <laughs> Great. I last week on the show we had what I think many believe to be the final and definitive instalment of the whole lot of chickens, whole lot more chickens <laughs> debate. Your two competing chicken shops. Yeah. Jack claims that whole lot of chickens is the original store in the food court. Yep. Uh, Andy believes that... Oh, we learned. Uh, we learned we learned that a whole lot more chickens is actually a much older and more prestigious chicken yep. shop. It is. It's the chicken shop debate that certainly captured my attention and a lot of people's attention, mm. which would be the better chicken store to go and eat from. Now, mm. at the moment, they both exist in the realms of our imaginations, but we can all see it so vividly. I mean, mm. you don't need to be on drugs to be hallucinating what it would look like yeah. to see... On one side of the food court, a whole lot of chickens. On the other side, 
a whole lot more chickens facing off against each other. How do the staff interact? Who's doing better? Yep, that's what everyone wants to know. And we're we heard gonna, the- we're going to be in a bit better position. <laughs> <laughs> like it's interesting. He's just next to the lose and just kind of oh, like tucked right. away. Little, yeah, little so, afterthought. Yeah, much the, smaller footprint. The designers of the <laughs> the design of the food court went. You know what? Yeah, we could squeeze one more in here, yeah. but it wouldn't be a prestige shop. No. Okay. Used to be re- uh, reserved for just trestle tables. And oh, it was storage unit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that about a whole lot of chickens. Yeah. Here's what I'd like to do. Hmm. Uh, we could debate this all day yep. and all show. I would like to. Mm. I'd like us to be having this debate forever. But isn't it better to let the people decide? Yes. Who has the more popular and more more well-loved mm. chicken shop? Whole lot chickens, whole lot more chickens. I propose a merchandise battle. Okay. One hat each, one T-shirt each, and an apron. Yep. We'll set it up by the time this goes out. The time this gets uploaded, we'll set up the old merch store, yep. merch.hamishandandy.com. Andy, you design yep. the whole lot more chickens logo yep. and range of merchandise. Sure. Jack, you design the whole lot of chickens, hat, T-shirt and apron. Mm-hmm. Oh, add, I mean, do you want to add something? Uh, can I ask a question? Hmm. Is is it us who has to make it? Andy can't get his brother who is a graphic designer to make his logo? Oh, but this guy doodles all the time with his little... No, you can get professional. Yeah, professional help. We want this to be top quality hats, yeah. T-shirts and aprons. Yep. We then, on the Thursday, on Thursday when this, this episode gets uploaded, mm. the merch store goes live. Yep. One week of sales. Yep. Uh, and we then close the store. Do, do, we, so do we have to have three items or can I just have one? Actually, you just have one. Yeah. I mean, you can have whatever you want. Yeah. Th- I'll be pricing them. Yep. So you can't just go there, everything's a dollar. Uh, this will be... So is it money made? Yep. Yeah, money made. Because I've got quite an expensive item in mind. Um, so that might be risk reward. Well, I would, I think, bearing in mind too, I'll certainly be interested in getting one of these hats. Yeah. I haven't decided who I'll buy yet. Okay. But I think our listeners would be very keen to get their hands on either a yeah. whole lot of chickens hat or a whole lot more chickens and, hat. And in the store, I'm not sure if we'll be able to do this, but in the store... Once you've clicked on one, can you be locked out of buying the other? Mm. I think people will do the right thing. Okay, okay, yeah, they've got to, they've got to choose just they've got to choose just one. You be pick honest. a. I mean, basically, what I'm saying to people is, yep. we've had a lot of fun here with a whole lot of chickens and a whole lot more chickens. Yep. It's time for the fun to end. Mm. Pick a side. <laughs> pick a side. Pick a chick. Pick a chick. What's your favourite chicken shop? Yeah. Put your money where your mouth is. Yep. Wear the hat. Wear a polo or a t-shirt with pride. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll make it very, very clear. Uh, like, both there'll be two sides of the store. You be yep. you put your vote in. You might want to really love one chicken shop and yep. buy all three items or whatever. Maybe there's a polo. Yep. I mean, this is my final ruling. You can have whatever merchandise you want. Mm-hmm. You can have professional help. Mm-hmm. I'll be pricing it yep. so you can't cheat with a low price point. Mm-hmm. I'll be pricing it fairly. <laughs> it, by the time people hear this, it will be on sale. Pick a chick, as Ando mm-hmm. said. Put your money where your mouth is. Pick a side. One business will soar like a chicken, another will die <laughs> like, like a chicken. chicken. <laughs> also a chicken. <laughs> One business will soar like a wild chicken, yeah. another business will die like a purpose-bred eating chicken. <laughs> okay? So shall we present you with the designs next week? Uh, well, no, I've said they'll, it'll already be up, haven't I? Yeah, but then I will reveal to you. But by the time this gets uploaded, <clears throat> yeah, right. I guess they've been... Do you know what? Yep. Yeah, if people... Hopefully, two people didn't stop listening there. Yeah, next week let's have the, the designs, designs, and then it's up. Then we'll have because well, there'll be lead time on these yeah. t-shirts. I yep. actually can't promise the store will be open. Yeah, 
in a few days. Yep. Yeah. Is it going to be merch.hamishandandy.com, the old merch site? It will, it will be. be. It will be. So just to clarify, mm. don't go there now. Mm. Wait one week. No. The designs will be presented. Then the store will open. Let the games begin. <laughs> See you next week. Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.